Hello and welcome back to the Nostalgia FC podcast with your hosts, me, Drew Hollins-Roberts. And me, George Thomas. This is the podcast where we delve deep into the recesses of obscure football in history and obscure footballing players. So each week we'll get on a different guest who will give us their favourite 11 from football, their super sub, their manager, their stadium and their kit. Yes, and this week's guest is the third of my best men because why would not have three <laughs> instead of one? So you've met Owen before, obviously. You know George because he's the co-host. And then the third one is the one and only Jared Thomas-Clark, Jazzy Fizzle, one of our childhood best friends and all-round clown. As you will see from the videos, trust me. <laughs> trust me. <laughs> his current hairstyle doesn't help him out very much. But <laughs> don't judge him on that. We'll judge him on his footballing choices instead. So without further ado, this is Nostalgia FC and this is Jared Thomas-Clark. All right, welcome to the pod, Jazzy Fizzle. Hello, everybody. I picked you up as a as a big character, and your first was "Hello, everyone." <laughs> the most monotone "Hello" I've ever heard you say. <laughs> Hello. There we go. There he is. Yeah. <laughs> like I say, please, please, this week, if anyone's listening to this, please watch the videos because there's a bit of a surprise with Jared's oh. haircut as well. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> oh, I should have wore a hat, shouldn't I? Oh, god. Or just not done it. That would have helped too. Ah, uh, yeah, not doing it would have would have been anyway. Helpful. Usually, we don't talk about haircuts till much later in the podcast. So there you go. That's out of the way. Of you. <laughs> um, right. So, Jared, football fan, obviously. Yeah. Who do you support? Um, I am a football fan, but I'm a Swansea fan. So, I mean, oh. they're doing good at the minute. They're um, they beat Norwich two 0 last week, so I'm pretty happy about that. They top, top of, league. of the league. Yep. They are third, but they've got a game in hand, which would make yeah. them second if they win nice. it. So, That's yeah, Steph. and then international team, uh, Wales, obviously. Good lad. You can see yeah. that on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So, uh, we'll before we get into this, actually, you used to be a Chelsea fan. I did. Growing up, I was a Chelsea fan. Why did you change until... and why Swansea? Because I never yeah. remember this. Swansea's like four hours away as well. It's like, it, mm. <laughs> even though we're well, in Wales. I always like followed Swansea in League Two, um, whilst I was a Chelsea fan anyway. And then... I did the opposite of what people would do if a team go really good. I didn't carry on supporting them when they got loads of money. I just decided to not support them. What's the opposite of a glory um, hunter? Yeah, literally that was it. They got like loads of money and started winning everything. And I was just like, nah, it's not for me. Nah, it's, this. it's boring now. <laughs> yeah. So I just went and got a Swansea top for my, I think it was my 13th birthday. Um, I remember it, um, one. Yeah, I got Jason Scotland on the back of it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's quite a, got... it's quite a drop-off from Didier Drogba to Jason Scotland. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know, you know. Back in the day, Jason Scotland, come on. No, was I, not, was I not as good as Didier <laughs> yeah, Drogba. <laughs> <laughs> I like Jason, I'm but good. come on. Even he knows. Big, big Jace, you know. Big Jace. <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's how I became a Swansea fan. And then, as of then... Yeah, Swansea. There we go. All right, well, let's dive straight in. What is mm -hmm. your formation? I've gone for a 3-5-2 three, 
um, with the five being sort of a diamond formation with one in the middle. Oh, all right. So I think I get what you mean. So it's sort of yeah. like a three, one, three, three one, one two. two. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah. That, do you hear okay. that? That was my brain struggling to do maths right there. I was going to say <laughs> three, that, one, three, like, one, that, two. that sounds more difficult, doesn't it, than a three-five-two? So okay, so it's so basically, it's not wing backs; it's it's like right and left midfielder. Yes, exactly. Yeah, cool. Yeah, right. and then we've just got three defenders. Yeah. Yeah. Well, interesting formation, but let's see. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yep, we'll do. So, we'll do as we usually do and start at the back with your goalkeeper. Yeah, my goalkeeper is someone who has never played in our area. Well, he didn't play in our era. Um, I grew up with my dad idolising him. And my goalkeeper is Gordon Banks, which obviously did that world-famous save against Pele, which I believe was in the World Cup. Um, which Pele disputes and calls a goal now, probably. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah, so I grew up just idolising him. My dad never stopped banging on about him because my dad was a goalkeeper back in the day. So, yeah, and just that one save, which made him brilliant, made him great. Uh, OBE now, isn't he, I think? Yes. I say now, I think he has been. And I reckon, like, most people have that that player that their their dad's, like, idolised and loved and you've sort of taken on the love for it just because they... Like, for me, it was George Best from my dad. Yeah, exactly. Um, which just, I'd like you go back and just watch <laughs> what your what who your dad's hero was in football, sort of thing, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the only reason I chose him. Really, I just grew up with my dad banging on about him. Yeah. Um, what he did, I think he did one great save. So there we go. <laughs> I'm sure he had more than one. I'm, great I'm save. pretty sure <laughs> he had a few more. I mean, 20 um, years as a professional goalkeeper, I feel like he might have had more than one save. But uh, yeah, the one against Pele will. Yeah, single out. he kind of like dives sort of nearly the length of the pit, nearly up to the pitch, nearly up to the goal. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Superman. <laughs> Gordon Banks <laughs> flew across the field. Brilliant. Um, and like kind of like flicks it from the bottom corner over the crossbar somehow. Yeah. Yeah, well, unbelievable save. And uh, obviously a World Cup winner for England yeah. in 1966. But he, again... <laughs> Carry on this lovely trend that we have of incredible football team names. Got a couple of new ones. We've got the uh, Cleveland Stokers. Ooh. And uh, Hellenic. Hellenic. And Fort Lauderdale Strikers. There you go. <laughs> Was wow. he just a team full of strikers in him in goal? <laughs> <laughs> Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> There you go. 73 caps for England, obviously an amazing amazing career where he only made one save throughout his whole career. <laughs> where, he dived, where he dived the lump of the pitch. And that was enough to keep him famous forever. <laughs> well, it bloody would be if he dived the length of the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that is a lovely choice inspired by your dad, who I believe was a goalkeeper, right? Yes, he was back in the day. He was a very good goalkeeper, I believe. Or so he says. He could just be talking rubbish. <laughs> my my dad, uh, my dad was a goalkeeper, and he says the same thing. Yeah, apparently, all do, apparently, they? apparently, everyone on his team got scouted, or they had scouts coming to view them from like United and Liverpool and everything like that. My dad had one from like was it Bangor? 
<laughs> I feel like I feel like my dad and your dad would get on very well in that way. Yeah, probably. <laughs> they came so close to making a professional football, but just didn't quite make it. I say no. I say that, but it, it's banger. <laughs> well, yeah, hey, yeah still, I guess. Like, everyone, everyone else on the team was like United scout was coming to see him, <laughs> Liverpool scout. My dad was like that banger scout. Yeah, he's here for me. <laughs> I think it was banger. I might be wrong there. He's probably going to crucify me for this. Glingo <laughs> and big, Glingo and big time. Exactly. <laughs> Right then, let's move into your defensive three. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm going to go with, I say my left back. I mean, it's kind of left back, I guess. Um, it's going to be Matthew Taylor, the Portsmouth legend. Yes. I used to, as a kid, pretend to be him. Instead of being like Ronaldo or anyone, <laughs> I chose to be Matthew Taylor from Portsmouth um, <laughs> and just try and hit 40-yard screamers. Which never happened, obviously. So I, I can uh, vouch for that. I can vouch for that because I was on the other end of those forty-yard screamers. <laughs> um, yeah, what I love, I love that. Like to... when we were younger, you'd have like people go, "Oh, I'm going to be Steven Gerrard. Oh, I'm going to be David Beckham." You were there, like, "Yeah, I'm going to be Matthew Taylor." Yeah. <laughs> like what? <laughs> no offense Taylor to Matthew sports. Taylor, but uh... he used to score screamers all the time. He did. Like free kicks, 40 yarders, you know, just give it him and he'll just hit it in. Brilliant. Now, one thing I'm a bit confused about is I remember Matthew Taylor being a midfielder. I thought that. And and now I'm also confused. (laughs) (laughs) So so you've 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 picked a team with only three defenders in it, and then the first defender you've stuck in there, I'm almost certain (laughs) is a midfielder. No, I think he was like a left wing back thought, sort of vibe. Okay, I, okay. Yeah, thanks, Drew. Jesus Christ. No, <laughs> I, I remember playing for Portsmouth because all of his goals always came on the volley from the left-hand side. They did. That is correct. Um, <laughs> that, that's a good start. Brilliant start to my defence. <laughs> yeah, but um, like you said, like some unbelievable goals. Uh, his YouTube reel of goals must be incredible. Like just yeah. the way he'd hit them. Played for some big teams as well. Luton, Portsmouth, Bolton, West Ham, Burnley, Northampton and Swindon. 658 not, games. They're not the biggest goals. teams, are they? Ah, West Ham. I guess but, so. <laughs> not Northampton <laughs> Town. <laughs> <laughs> I guess not, no. But hey, to play a professional no. level for that long and score Where, where did he end up? Is he, what's he doing these days? Fitting uh, windows or something? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Wikipedia didn't go that far, I don't think. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why is your instant instant thing to go to? He's now fitting windows. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Can just imagine Matthew Taylor fitting a window and just, you know. Yeah. Well, there you go. From fitting windows <laughs> to scoring screamers, a great choice. <laughs> from midfield or from left back, we'll, we'll decide on that later on. But there you go. Well, it's from left back yeah. in this team. There you go. Yeah, I so, should have done. I should have done some more research on actually his position, shouldn't I? Really? I think he was a left back. <laughs> I think he was. At least, at least he played there for a bit. Yeah. You have yeah, that. We'll, we'll, say. we'll say he's a left back. Yeah. For yeah, for my team, he was anyway. There you go. Yeah, exactly. It's your teammate. If you want to have a striker at left back, you I can, can have whoever back. I want, wherever I want. <laughs> Well, they, well, you can, and you have so far. So let's see where you go next. <laughs> okay. Um, do you want to move across into the middle? It's your choice, mate. That's All you. right. I'll go my centre-back. Um, 
It is Felipe Maxis from Roma. Oh, yeah. Nice. What a defender. He was a right shit house, wasn't he? Brilliant defender. I remember him squaring up to Zlatan at one point, and anyone who squares up to Zlatan, you know. Yeah. Yes. I didn't see, I didn't know you were going to pick Felipe Maxis, and I have actually worn a France shirt today. Has go. it got Maxis on the back of it? Uh, no, it has Henri on the back, but, uh, but it's, uh, <laughs> it's not the same country. <laughs> That'd be brilliant if it had Max's yeah. come off of it. I remember Max's for Roma and that Kappa shirt with like playing with Totti and oh, De Rossi. Yes, yes. Kids, I always yeah. remember Max's not at Roma actually when he moved to AC Milan, scoring one of the best goals I've ever seen from a defender. Overhead kick from the edge of the box, absolutely unbelievable goal. Unbelievable scenes, Jeff. Literally, I mean, yeah, like you said, absolute shit house of a player. Doesn't look like a football yeah. player. He looks like someone who's trying to sell you coke around the back of a belt. Like <laughs> he looks like yeah. a UFC fighter or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've always had like a weird soft spot for Roma, so that's why he's in. Oh, there, same, really. mate. Same. Oh, George. Yes, I've got I've got yeah. a top upstairs. Uh, uh, Francesco Totti top. He's my favorite favorite player ever. Yeah, brilliant. Love a bit of Roma. Yeah. Well, he made 183 appearances for Roma, scoring 11 goals. Obviously, France international. And a very yeah. good one at that. Always had the long blonde hair. Quite often yeah. stuck back. Quite an Italian that was his... for a Frenchman. And it's quite quite funny because, um, I don't know if you know this, um, but the Italians as a nation aren't a massive fan of the French. Don't know oh. that. That is a thing. Yeah, is there a reason for that? Uh, I don't know. Probably some sort of conflict, like I don't know, the wars or something. I don't know. But uh, yeah, so... <laughs> we're not a history podcast. We don't need to. <laughs> exactly, <yeah. laughs> don't know why, but they just do. So the Italians don't like the French very much. So if, if you were a French player playing in Italy, yeah, that's... you got your work cut out for you. And obviously, he did very well. They loved him. Uh, yeah, most of his career. Yeah, he went. To, I think he went to AC Milan then, but didn't do so well. I think yeah. he kind of dropped off the ball a bit. <laughs> Pardon the pun. <laughs> hey. I think he was just getting older. I think. Um, yeah. And AC Milan in that sort of time period, he joined 2011. He joined to 2016. That's quite a hard team to trans- sort of break yeah. into, isn't it? Well, not even mm. that. It's like a transition period for AC. They dropped off from being like challenging for the Champions League and the league title to sort of dropping off and being Europa League mid-table team. They're getting the back up there now, but that time period, they weren't exactly the best mm. AC team you could ever play for. But still, yeah. If I, I mean, if I played for AC Milan and they got relegated, I'd still be like, hey, I played for AC Milan. Yeah. <laughs> you just wouldn't tell them what time period. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no one cares about that. Yeah, but Max says, a fantastic choice. I love Felipe Max says. He's one of them mm, players yeah. where you start a career on like Pez 2008 and you're like, oh, Felipe, straight in the team. Yeah, straight yeah. in the team. Love it. All right, well. Good choice. That one actually is a centre back. So there you go. You've got one in the right position. That's good. That's yeah. <laughs> that's good. So right, next is, one. It, is it another centre back or is it like a right back? I <sighs> do you watch or, football or is it a centre forward? Who you got? He's a de- he's a defender. But I don't know if he is a right back. Right, as long as he's a defender, he is a defender. He does score a lot of goals though. Okay. And it is my right back is Sergio Ramos. Yeah. Now, can you tell me if he is a right back or not? He so it depends. A right back. Yeah, it depends when you pick it, choosing him. He started as a right back, didn't he? He's gone centre back now. Yeah, when he played for Sevilla, he was a right back. Tell you what, we'll use him as a right back when he was a right back. I reckon when he had his he, long he'll hair, still he'll do a job at right back. Yeah, yeah, he's oh, 100%. Least, I think personally, I think he's one of the best defenders ever. 
Yeah, I agree. Um, he's it's hard for Drew to agree as well. And the, yeah. and the amount the amount of goals he scores for a defender as well is unbelievable. Yeah, and not just goals, crucial goals as well. If you look mm. back. Yeah. I mean, all right, let's get that away, George. Yeah, I don't like Ramos that much because he injured Salah in the Champions League final. But <laughs> as a player, I you cannot see... deny. Yeah, oh no, he's fantastic. Like oh, I always think back to the Champions League final where it, I thought it Madrid, where Real Madrid ended up winning four two, but they were losing one nil until like the ninety second minute of, of actual time. And then who pops up? Sergio Ramos. He's just like, of course he does. So cool and calm and collected in high pressure situations. Like obviously he takes penalties for Real Madrid, which is crazy when you think they've got like Modric and Cro- Tony Kroos and yeah, Benzema. Mod- yeah. and, like they've got big players that can take pens, and they've got the centre back coming forward to take the pens. But obviously a great goal scoring defender, ultimate mm. shit house of a defender. So him and Mex are going to have a great time playing together. Yeah, and then you've got Matthew Taylor, which <laughs> yeah, he's. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Taylor in that defence just looks looks to his right and he's like wait what he would, he would have wandered back into midfield by that point he looks like a, he'll look like a Sunday league player next to them what, what I will say is if Matthew Taylor wants to wander into midfield I reckon those two can hold the fort so uh, yeah yeah and then also you've got the thing of Gordon Banks being able to dive from anywhere on the pitch and save it <laughs> <laughs> so that won't be a problem oh <laughs> Brilliant. Sergio Ramos, though, he, he is one of those players, isn't he? You've got to love him if he's playing for you and absolutely despise him if he plays against you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It'd be interested to see end of this and season. He will... He's out of contract. And, uh, doesn't like he? Stay, doesn't like he stay with Real. So, the room is back in United. I'll tell you what, I'll get in touch with Swansea. <laughs> get Sergio Ramos at Swansea, innit? Ben Cabango and Sergio Ramos at the back. <laughs> <laughs> every every time every time Sergio Ramos's contract was running out there was always a rumour that he was coming to United and then suddenly he got a big pay rise at Real Madrid and stayed there yeah. and he just kept using us to like lift his <laughs> lift He's his like, contract I will I'll go <laughs> like United want me and then United yeah. are like yes we'll take we'll take him and then it's like oh a bit more money alright and I'll stay yeah I got on I'll stay <laughs> yeah but I appara- think... apparently he's coming he supposedly wants to come this year Come on, George. <laughs> well, I will. I will be shocked if he does. Like, I will be shocked. Why would you? Why would you leave Real Madrid to go play alongside Harry Maguire? Yeah, that's true. And more importantly, I, mean, if you, I don't if even think a... Matthew Taylor would want to play next to Harry Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to come out of retirement, fit in windows, and play next to Harry? No, mate, not at all. No, I'm all right, cheers, Bob. I love windows too much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about windows. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that paycheck's nice, but have you seen this double glazing, mate? <laughs> right, well, uh, as defences go, it's pretty good. Yeah, you're I mean, impressed so far. Right, I'm impressed. So let's just, let's just address this before we carry on, right? So you said left-back, centre-back, right-back, and you don't have wing-backs. No. So are you sure that they're a left-back and a right-back and not just three centre-backs? I think they're three centre-backs. Okay, that's good for that. Good choice. <laughs> I was going to say, imagine Max is just on his own, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're three centre-marks. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, yeah. That's all right. Don't have to apologise. I'll let you off. Everyone gets um... on. <laughs> right, well, all there right. you go. Let's move into the midfield. So you've got five across, so you can decide where you start and where you go. Well, yeah, because I've done, like, the diamond five with one in the middle. 
he's kind of like a CDM, I guess. Like a he's playing in front of the three. And we all know this player. We've all played with him. He's brilliant. And my CDM is Cameron Bell. Cameron Bell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, playing for Penny Brim with him, like we all did, he was just such an engine. I don't think I ever saw him stop running. No. Nope. And he was I, by far, I think by far, our best player. I don't yeah. know why he played for us. No, nope. I think he's head and shoulders above the rest of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every what? game it'd be like, man of the match. Yeah, Campbell, go on. Yeah, you can have it. <laughs> what I really enjoyed yeah. about Campbell was that uh, he was my central midfield partner for a long time. Mm. And he made me look all right because he did everything. <laughs> and all I had to do was make like two passes a match and then we looked all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah I, yeah, I mean, just he just never stopped running. And even if we were losing like 10 0, which we generally were, he just, yeah, just never stopped. What, what a player. Good footballer as well, actually good at football. So yeah, he was. Possible. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, was, it wasn't just could, him he constantly was, running. He was genuinely no, he was, a football player. Yeah, you know, fast, good at passing, scored a few goals here and there. But yeah, no idea why he played for us. Just I don't think at the time anyone wanted to question it in case he went, oh yeah, actually, why don't I go to <laughs> Yeah, maybe he realised, he was just like, oh, yeah, maybe I'll just go and play for a good team. <laughs> Luckily he didn't do that and we got some success with Cam. <laughs> kind of Brin days, but yeah, like I said, like a great partner for me in centre mid because he, he did everything and I yeah. can do nothing, which is my favorite. Thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> nah, great player so, yeah. for a great team, P- yeah, PYB, yeah, loved it, PYB for life, <laughs> right? Well, that's a great CDM. Okay, so, are you going into the middle of your diamond or are you going where are you going? I will go to the left. So left wing. Um, Which you have already had this player, which I was really annoyed at. But my left mid is JJ Okoche. Yeah. Uh, What a baller. What a baller. Yeah, I mean, all of my midfield are just ballers now, basically. That's what's going to happen. But yeah, I mean, his skill, I've been, I'm watching YouTube videos on him this morning and his rainbow flicks, his passing, he was just, in his day, he was head and shoulders above the rest. I don't like, yeah. especially playing for the, like, he played for Bolton. I mean, it was, it was a decent was, Bolton side though, if I remember. But it was, I know, yeah. I know what you mean. He could have, he could have gone beyond that team, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. I was watching videos on him before and he was just running the show. Yeah. Especially absolute, even against even absolute, against like United and stuff, he would like yeah. you know at the time even the United were the best team around. He would just run 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 rings around him. Um, it's 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 having that absolute audacity to try some of the skills he did in the middle of a game, mm, like yeah. some skills that I wouldn't even try in the park. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's ridiculous, and he's there being paid the big money just to do him in the middle of a game. It's insane. I think you've said it before, but he's like one of those players who got free reign basically, yeah. to just run around the pitch. Yeah. Just like, go on. Yeah, yeah. Just he used to, Obviously, he was known for that rainbow flick. I'm sure he used to do a flick as well where he was facing away from the pitch and the ball was about to go out of play and somehow he'd cross it back like a cross into the box. I tried to find it on YouTube. I couldn't find it. But yeah, the tricks he had up his sleeve. Yeah, unbelievable. I remember it used to be on a... Soccer AM, it'd just be on the showboat section, it would just be a cotcher dude flicks. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Every now and then another yeah. player would just be in there somewhere. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a player he was. Yeah. Um, anyone anyone listening as well that uh, doesn't know Jazz, 
Jazz loves skills and everything like that. I remember like when we used to go down to yeah. the park and stuff like that, you would have literally been watching one skill for like an hour <laughs> on YouTube, come to the park and you would all that's all you would try Just and do for trying to do a skill. Yeah. I'm all about yeah. the I'm all about the skill. Can't well, kick come... a ball to save my life. <laughs> give me some skills, give try and get me past the player and I'll yeah, I'll try try and do some You skill. should be one of those free freestyle footballers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go into like Britain's I mean, got talent or something like that. Yeah. Can't score a goal, but try and meg someone. I'll, I can do that. Literally about a month ago, well, more than that, actually, when uh, we were allowed outside, we, uh, Jazzy and George, both signed for my six-a-side team. And, yes, uh, we did. Halfway through a game, out of nowhere, Jazzy pulls out a Rabona cross, and everyone's like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that was out of nowhere. brilliant. <laughs> so you go, obviously, inspired by the great JJ Okocha. Yeah, yeah. Some definitely some inspiration came from him, um, for sure. Fun fact about JJ Okocha, which I didn't know, he is actually a Olympic gold medalist. Oh, in what? Football, Football. obviously. Oh. <laughs> they played football at the Olympics, I was, like, Jared. I was like, what, a javelin or something? Like... <laughs> he loved shot put, JJ. He loved it. Everyone was really confused when he started doing rainbow flicks with shot puts. That's how we got it so far. Uh, no, yeah, uh, in, in 1996, Nigeria won the gold medal in the Olympics for football. Oh, isn't he the uncle of a current footballer? It will be. It will be. He is, isn't yes. he? Yeah, that's mad. Don't know why Iwobi shit at football then. Um. <laughs> well, if it was his dad, maybe, but it's his uncle, so he's not obviously uh, yeah, inherited straight from him. <laughs> and again and again, anyone who gets angry, we understand Awobi's not shit and could beat at football. <laughs> but compared to <laughs> Did you know did you know this about JJ? His real name is not JJ. His real J. name is Augustine Azuka Akocha. Where did they get JJ from? Yeah, where's the there J- is actually the zero, zero J's in that name. They always said though he's so good they named him twice, didn't they? There you go. Well, he named where's, J- yeah. where's JJ that, come from? That strikes me as when he came to the UK and someone was like, no, nah, I can't pronounce that, mate. You're going to call you JJ. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just down Bolton's like, hey, mate, no, I can't pronounce that. I'm going to call you JJ instead. <laughs> Good old Bolton fans. Yeah, Bolton is a, a place of, well, we won't go there. <laughs> right, uh, let's move on from... Uh... I just think about it, actually. His name is literally AA Akotcha. It doesn't oh, work. Oh, maybe as that's well, where I got it from. AA and someone. Yeah. AA, JJ. No, I don't know. But AA, I thought you said JJ. Let's stick with that. <laughs> yeah, but also, JJ, how yeah. how bad does AA Akotcha sound? It doesn't sound great. <laughs> Sounds like no, he's a battery. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> or a, or a, car, a car recovery service. <laughs> yeah. That's what he's doing in retirement. Mike Taylor's doing Windows. JJ Akotcha will pull up when you needed a car recovery. <laughs> Or yeah, alcohol he, anonymous. He works for the, he works for the AA now. <laughs> Imagine that he came and fixed your car. That'd be class, <laughs> wouldn't it? And then you go to Autoglass, and it's Matty Taylor. Matty Taylor there as well. Got JJ Okocha, Olympic champion in Shotport. <laughs> now works for AA fixing cars. <laughs> what a life! What a life he's lived. <laughs> and he's also the Duracell bunny for AA battery. <laughs> <laughs> right, so let's get off the many careers of JJ Koch <laughs> and let's go back onto the football. Right, so where do you want to go next? You've gone central defensive mid, then to left wing. Uh, I'll go centre mid, so I'll go the middle of my diamond. All right. 
um, who oh, is another, well, I say a baller. He was for one season. Um, it's Michu from Swansea. The yeah. one season he was brilliant at Swansea. Absolute world beater in that season. Literally, Swansea have got this thing where they sign random people no one's ever heard of and they turn out to be brilliant for like one or two seasons and then they leave, obviously, because it's Swansea. I, th- I might be wrong here. Isn't Mitchell a striker? Uh, he can play centre and attack, attacking midfield. I think he was. Oh, yeah. is he? Is he? Okay. Yeah, okay. he can play centre mid. I... Well, centre. Yeah. Like we said, in Jazzy's team, anyone can play anywhere, so don't worry about. Hey, look, look here, George. Right, it's know. you know, <laughs> you know what it is. It's like you know when you played when you were younger, and it was just like, right, guys, just go out there, have some fun, and you always just had one person who stayed at the back. That's Maxis. Yeah. <laughs> just all of, yeah. <laughs> Basically, I've got one defender, and all of my other team just go up front. <laughs> yeah, uh, but... So yeah, Michu, what a player! I think he scored. Um, 18 goals in 35 games in the first season. Fair play to him. 22. 22. Mm. I am wrong. Drew is right. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm, I'm looking at his uh, Wikipedia. <laughs> I mean, he's brilliant, but what I'm, oh, I, I think this is true. I don't, I might, this might be wrong as well. He got one cap for Spain. Love that. Yeah, that's, that's, what I'm, that. that's what I'm looking at. I'd love that. Mm. I wouldn't mind one cap for Spain. I mean, it, Spain's always a difficult team to get into, in it? If you're a exactly, yeah. He would have been playing with Prime Torres, David Villa, yeah. Xavi, Iniesta, and a little yeah. Michu from Swansea just rocking it. Like, all right, <laughs> what? How's it going? I'll do this sometimes when I score. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> but yeah, did, what a player he was. Where did Swansea finish in that season? Does anyone know? Just because it's season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably like, we, we were like seventh top, or eight, Top half, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we listen. normally finish, we used to finish top 10 all the time. Um, and then we, I don't know what happened. We just you sold meat you. That's what happened. I don't know. Yeah, I don't literally. know where it went. No, we throw, we, we, throw, we throw back to this every time uh, someone mentions an obscure player. Carl mentioned it, and we always go back to it. The streets never forget, and meet you is the ultimate streets never forget player. Yeah, anyone season, outside of the Premier League has no idea who meet you is. No, <laughs> but we know meet you. Well, I never forget meet you. Like what a player. Like. He just turned it. up and just... It's like every week he'd, he'd do something else amazing. He'd be like, who are you? Where are you? He was this guy. Like, literally. I think, we had, I think we signed him for like four mil or something. It wasn't even yeah. expensive. Jason Scotland just... went on holiday to Spain and found this bloke at the park. He was like, hey, do you want to play for Swansea? <laughs> Unbelievable. I just, I just remember, because I don't watch Match of the Day as much as I used to. I used to remember always just sticking on Match of the Day and there would be a meet you goal on it. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. If you're watching Swansea, you'd be like, Michu's going to score. He was brilliant. And then trailed off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sometimes. I think, I think he only had two seasons with us. And I think the second one, he was injured for half of it. And then he left. It was an injury, sort so, of. So, yeah. Um, don't know where he went, though, yeah. He went off the face of the earth, I think. Shame. Yeah. Really. I think there's like a quote like... Um, Sometimes the brightest stars shine for the shortest time. There you go. That's Michu. Wow, that was oh, deep. That really, deep that. What a lovely quote that really... Yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest, uh, I wasn't listening to what you were saying before that because I was watching Liverpool's goal, so I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Drew's not paying any attention. Just come back in with the quote. Drew's just got back. one eye on the Liverpool game. <laughs> <laughs> Hell of a player. 
No one knows where he's gone now. Maybe he's with, he's the, probably the apprentice for Matty Taylor doing Windows. Apprentice for Matthew Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> just yeah, passing in the window. I, just passing in the window panes. <laughs> I didn't know he did this. He when he left Swansea, he went on Na- went on loan to Napoli. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I didn't see him play for Napoli at all. Yeah, well, he only played three times, so that's probably why. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Also, I don't watch Napoli ever. So, <laughs> I was going to say, did you stop? When did you stop your Napoli season ticket? <laughs> uh, hell of a player, and like like you said, like with Swansea, they had so many random players like that that anywhere else they might not have been as successful. But you stick mm. them in Swansea. And I think you and you said about um, like I don't know where we find these players. Like I think a lot of players just need a crack in the Premier League, and it's quite a hard sell to go. Hey, do you want to come play in West Wales? <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it's like um, not exactly the most glamorous of mm. places to play your football, but I mean, we did the same thing with Wilfred Bonny, really, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, Came exactly. Came he was brilliant. He left to City, and now he's shocking. Yeah. He's, but, he can't even get a job doing windows now. He was that bad. No, no. Matty Taylor saw Dude, that and was me. like, you're not coming with me, mate. No, no. It's all right. He's, <laughs> he's got a window cleaning service. <laughs> <laughs> he comes in after Matthew Taylor is just... Come on, Wilfred Boney. I was just thinking about that window shiny. <laughs> 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 oh, I might start a window cleaning business now. That seems to be where this is all heading, isn't it? We'll, mm. we'll, we'll set up a rival company to Matthew Taylor. <laughs> Although I don't suppose the Portsmouth area is really competitive with the North Wales area. No, I guess not. I mean, is he, he's probably not still in Portsmouth, is he? I no idea. So? Maybe. There's a lot of windows in Portsmouth and he cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> Wilfred Boney is now playing in Saudi. Is he? Yeah, okay. I just quickly searched that to find out. Oh. I imagine well, he makes a little bit more money there than he would. Yeah, 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 you're right. Can't imagine the football's any good there. Right, let's let's uh, move on from old Michu. Yes. Hello, yes, player. Michelle. So I'm going to go my right mid. Again, going with the theme of people who can do loads of skill, but actually just fell off the face of the earth. My right mid's going to be Hatton Ben Arthur. Oh. What a player. Again, this, he might have he might have fallen off the earth in like real life, but on FIFA he's still an absolute god. He's, is he? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, he is one of the best players on FIFA. It's weird. <laughs> he's he was so good. He was just ridiculous. Um, but then they all said about his like attitude off the pitch and yeah. Um, again, I did some research on him this morning, and he got in about six fights in training, missed training loads of times, and. What was the other thing? Oh, and he refused to warm up at one point. Was this at Newcastle? Uh, no, the refusing to warm up was at PSG when he played for them wow. for a bit. Um, but he got asked to go on. He was just like, nah. It's so. not a good attitude to have, is it? It's like, no. you're, be, you're being paid, and I'm assuming he would have been paid stupid amounts of money. And then yeah. to refuse to go on the pitch is just ridiculous. But, but when he got on the pitch, if he got on the pitch... Yeah. And yeah, he he's, got, he's play, got incredible feet, isn't he? He's like he was kind of a player. brilliant. Well, he he's, came... he's sim- similar player to I mean JJ Cocho probably just loads of skill, could run the ball the length of the pitch if he wanted to. Yeah, so much pace, wasn't it? It's that yeah. goal he scored for Newcastle. I don't know who it was against, but literally picks it up on the halfway line, megs a player, and then just sprints the full length of the pitch 
takes yeah. it past like three players and then past the keeper. Such a good goal. Brilliant. I like another streets won't forget player because maybe he wasn't necessarily that good in the grand scheme of things, but for a little bit, yeah. unplayable, unplayable. I guess he yeah. came through. He was insane. He, yeah, he came through the uh, the Lyon um, youth system with Karim Benzema. They both yeah, came through into the same time. It's just a shame if you look at them and think like the different trajectories of career of Benzema and Hatem Ben Arfa, where yeah. Benzema went from Leon to Real and he's been there ever since, breaking goal scoring records, being unbelievable, winning all these trophies. And Ben Arfa's been going here, there, and everywhere trying to find a club that'll keep him because yeah. he's a bit of a dick. <laughs> yeah, you feel like if, he, if he'd have had a better uh, attitude about the whole. Uh, oh, he would have been so good. Could've he been, could have been, been amazing. Yeah. He really could have been something special, but imagine someone like you could say this about most players, but imagine someone like him with like Ronaldo's discipline. Mm. But you could probably yeah. say that about most football players at the moment. But like, would have been insane. His, his, yeah, I mean, his, his natural talent was unbelievable, but it's just his attitude towards football was shocking. I think he <laughs> drank. I think he like was out of shape quite a lot as well. Like he, like I said, he missed training and stuff. But I think he drank and stuff as well. Like, oh, he liked the drink. Mm. If you look at his clubs that he's played for, if you take out the English clubs, he's played for Lyon, Marseille, Nice, PSG, Rennes, and then in, he went to Spain for a season for Valladolid and then back to Bordeaux. Such good teams. And then you throw in the English teams, he played for Newcastle United and Hull City on loan. Yeah. If you're going, if you're going on loan, never Hull played City. for Hull. He played eight games for Hull in 2014. Ben Arthur playing for Hull City. Jesus. <laughs> I bet the Hull fans are like, oh, yeah, get in. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Eight games. <laughs> Obviously, he didn't score any goals. I don't think he did very much there, to be honest. But, but yeah, like it's one of those players. It sort of reminds me of a little bit like Shakiri, where he tipped for everything when he was younger and then just sort mm. of bounces from club to club until he finds somewhere to stay. And where was Shakiri? He did. Unfortunately, it doesn't look like Ben Arthur's well, did. I read up um, and last summer he was a free agent looking for a club so I don't know if he's at anyone now Bordeaux but it was he at Bordeaux now is he yeah. well it says 2020 to present so no I assume, I assume that's still yeah I mean what a player to be a free agent at any point though just like what a waste but again it's like uh, he's probably asking for a lot of money do you pay that much when you know his history of like, attitude. attitude yeah like so it's, it's, it's his own fault I think I think a bit of it might be that he he thought he was better than he was, even though he was brilliant. He thought he was like the next big thing. Yeah, like yeah. given you know, kind there's of like a, there's a difference between I like, can do what I want. Yeah, like kind of thing. There's a difference between confidence and cockiness. Basically, mm. he had cockiness, like it was too. It's like a Ravel Morrison yeah. sort of situation, but yeah. he's probably yeah. a better player than Ravel Morrison. Yeah, I think so. I think I know what like, you mean. That that kind of that yeah. attitude. Yeah, so that sort of thing where they've been good ever since they were little. So when they come around other good players, they don't know how to act. Do you know what yeah. I mean? If yeah. you come from like a, like a, a smaller club background and then they come into the, mm. big, the big time and then they don't think... It's like it's a big fish in a small pond sort of thing. And then when they get to the big pond, they're like, what, what the hell? Yeah. yeah. Why is everyone so good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to be able to tackle me. I couldn't do that when I was 15. Yeah. He said when he was at PSG, he in, his, in the second season he was there, he didn't play a, a single game. Like, no, he didn't get played at all. That's so, so just sat on the bench for like the whole season. Yeah. But, I mean, I bet, I bet he's getting paid. I was going to say, but he's getting paid. So I think he's all right with that. Yeah. Well, I don't get why footballers do that, though. Why do they no. just sit on, like, 
Yeah, you got like football. You want to play football? Yeah, Niall said it a few weeks ago, and he said that like footballing is such a short career. Think about like fifteen years isn't that long for a career. Yeah. So if you're not getting played, you might as well go and go to different countries. If they're going to pay you loads of money as well, you might as well take it. Why wouldn't you? Because if you don't, then you're going to eventually turn around and go. I really wish I'd done that, and instead of sat on the bench for my whole career. Yeah, yeah. Like with goalkeepers, I don't understand like. Like Scott Carson, when he went to City, he still could have done a job in the Championship, but he decided to go sit on the bench for City. And then even though it, like his career now will say like, oh, he won this cup, this cup, this cup, he didn't. He just sat on the bench. Yeah, it's like it's like cheating a living, really, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, like cheating. I mean, I get it because I mean, we say this, but if someone's offering us that money to sit down and do nothing, I think we'd all take it. But that money to sit <laughs> down and do nothing and still be called like a Premier League winner and a <laughs> like... yeah, 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 that's true. He'll be, he'll be on Sky Sports. Windows, in t- I guess. Yeah, he'll be <laughs> he'll be on Sky Sports in like ten years, and it'll say, you know, when it like the little graphic comes up underneath, it'll say yeah. like Premier League win it, even though he didn't play a game. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, another great streets won't forget player. You got a few in this team. Yeah. Let's go on to your cam. Okay. This is this is going up a level. Um, it's my favorite footballer ever. It's Ronaldinho. Ronaldinho. Yeah. 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 Um, he's, yeah, like I said, he's been my favourite footballer ever since, yeah, since I was born, really. Um, and I had a poster of him on my wall. <laughs> Hang on, on. Straight, straight out born, of the womb. <laughs> straight out of the womb. He was my favourite person ever. Straight out of the womb, you had a Ronaldinho top on, like. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> All right, let's just uh, I'm pause the recording there for a second. I'm just going to do a quick little Google here. So, when <laughs> when you were born, born, he was fourteen years old. <laughs> right, that's a bit weird, that isn't it? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I had a, po- a poster on my wall for about seven or eight years, um, but I bought from the Newcamp Stadium. Um, and again, just the, the skill he had on the pitch. I think he was the best player in the world for about four years running. What player? Insane yeah. player, isn't he? Obviously, he's been picked before a couple of times, once on the yeah. bench, once starting, but you can see why. Like, he's just such a player. Like, you can't, you never, yeah. you, can, you can never argue that Ronaldinho couldn't play football because he is unbelievable. Yeah. And he, like, loved playing football as well. Like, he just enjoyed playing. Yeah. Like, like his, you'd get hacked yeah. all the time and just get up and be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, he played in that sort of generation coming out of like the rough and tumble sort of generation, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah. Well, you had the defenders that were literally just on the pitch to, to hurt you. Yeah. He moved from that that era into the modern era, more modern era, where it was more about skill rather than physicality. And he yeah. he thrived in both. Well, I think that's yeah, he did. Yeah. I mean, he's probably he one of the. First, I think you've said this before. He's probably one of the first people who've had the YouTube reel, like, oh, of, yeah. like all the skill and like yeah. you know, and unbelievable. Probably skill. to this day, still the best YouTube reel as well. Yeah. I would probably say so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, um, another another great rainbow flicker. Mm. Yeah, and that um, is it. Flip flap. What do they call flip it? Flap. Elastico. Elastico. That's the one. Yeah. Just everything. That. Everything he did. I think I mentioned this one of the last times he was mentioned. And everything he did for that jogger Benita, like those adverts mm. and those videos, was so good. Yeah. Such he was, an entertaining um, player to watch. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Not, not a lot can be said about like obviously we've talked about his uh, post football life, <laughs> but we won't Sorry, delve into that, that. He's out of prison. He's out of prison. Yeah, now. we won't delve into that. We'll just focus on the player himself. But like, yeah, I mean, one 
so many trophies for different teams, for Barca, for AC, for Brazil. Yeah. He's, I think he's mainly known known for Barca, right? Yeah, I think so. I'd say yeah. so. Or Brazil. Like, and there's Brazil. not there's not a lot of players that are just known for their, like, are known really well for their country. But he's one of yeah. them, I'd say. Yeah. I, I remember, I don't, I don't remember this exactly, but the World Cup 2002, we were all in... Uh, junior school together. I think I know what you're going to say, and, and I think you're right. Yeah, we ha- we watched for some reason England Brazil in yeah. school, and it was the game Did where Ron- yeah, and it's the game where Ronaldinho lobbed Seaman from a free kick, <laughs> and Seaman was all looking around like, oh, oh no, oh no, <laughs> it's my career done. Oh. No, I remember that they took they took everyone out of class into the main hall, stuck it on a TV, and just and like. Back then, we were thinking, oh, it's a really amazing treat for us. It wasn't. The teachers were just like, no, we want to watch the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> teachers are like, not missing this. Brazil, on. England, absolutely. Get it on. <laughs> Dinner ladies having a great time. But yeah, that I remember that free kick. where uh, It was over David Seaman, wasn't it? It was yeah. a lob. But I don't think he meant it. I think he was just crossing it. But Seaman, yeah. literally, you see the ponytail go backwards. You're like, oh, he's, he's not going to get that, is he? <laughs> And you talk about that that like twist shot where he did with the outside of his foot against Chelsea mm. um, on yeah. the edge of the box. It's the way um, st- I doesn't even stop the ball, just one touch, just bang. Oh. Yeah. So Is that what stopped you being a Chelsea it's... fan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, like, that nope. one moment, I was like, I've had enough. <laughs> so um, good at not the Chelsea right out of you. His first touch, bringing the ball down as well, was insane. He could stop it dead. Mm. Yeah. Um, but... No, I, I love... That's one of the... For me, that's one of the best things to watch is uh, a ball coming down from a, a stupid height, from a height and yeah. someone just stopping it dead. And you're like, yeah. how? How has he done that? <laughs> I can try that so many times and I'll, I'll do like one in one in a hundred at the park. But to do it in an actual, in the middle of a game. <laughs> yeah. Again, another player who did stupid skills. Like, could probably just let him run around wherever he wanted as well. Hell of a player. That, that was the and he was the player you were saying about you. You were always Matthew Taylor when we used to, uh, yeah, play football at school. Most people would want to be him, like yeah. <laughs> when we were at school. <laughs> yeah. That was the sort of player you were looking at, and you were like, "Nah, Matthew Taylor." Yeah, I bet he Taylor, can't. It, from Portsmouth. I bet he can't fit a window though, can he? <laughs> <laughs> Good footballer can't fit windows though. That's his only downfall. Nah, That's he fair. breaks them. That's how he went to prison. <laughs> I was gonna say when they do a lot of times in prison, they get them to learn new skills. So maybe uh, his new skill is how to fit windows. <laughs> right. Uh, so let's move on from your midfield. A great midfield, actually. You're very, very good. Incredible. Midfield. Yeah. Uh, we'll go yeah. to your front line. <laughs> okay, this is where it goes downhill a bit. Is it Swansea um, players? <laughs> no, uh, one of them is an ex-Swansea player, but we'll go with the other one first. Um, now, this player is. Fact about him before I tell you who it is, see if you can get it. He's the the youngest player ever to sign a professional contract. Freddie Adu. It is Freddie Adu. What a player. He signed a contract at 14 years old and was playing first team football at 14. Oh, um, so you mean like a first team contract? Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. gonna say, because like I swear players can go younger than that and sign contracts, but it's youth contracts, isn't it? Yeah, and to yeah. fair, it was in America as well, wasn't it? Yeah, MLS, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was for DC United or something. It was for DC United, yeah. Um, I, remember, I remember Freddie Adu, but I don't actually know why I remember Freddie Adu. He, he had a two-week trial at United, um, and then he couldn't play any games because he couldn't get a working visa. Oh, wow. 
So, wow, yeah. he's played for a lot of teams. Yep. <laughs> a lot. Do you know what I, I, did, I did some research as well. He's, his total goals for his whole career is 31. I mean, some <laughs> players he's played for about 31 that. clubs. Yeah, some players get that in a season. Like, yeah. I mean, Ronaldo and Messi have doubled that in a season, I think. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, but I mean, like, growing up when he was younger, like, he got someone, I can't remember who said it, but they said he was like, at 14, he was going to be the next Pele. Yeah. Um, and he was really good <laughs> up until he was about 18, and then he just went really rubbish. It's, it's funny, isn't it? Like, looking back on that quote, from this perspective we can now is so funny <laughs> oh, yeah, this, this, this kid he, he's going to be the next Pele 31 goals so- in his whole career for a striker <laughs> someone's been made to look a fool there haven't they yeah <laughs> but it's, it's like loads of so many people do this where they where they go like um, oh this guy's going to be the next Messi mm. it's such a bold yeah. statement no he's it not is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah it's just a way to get people to watch them I yeah. think the, the next Pele tag, Pele actually uh, used Freddie Adu's goal to add to his totals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. With Freddie Adu, though, I think the, the hype was so big was because he's American and there hadn't yeah. been like a truly like transcendent American talent come through ever. At all. Yeah. Like, uh, La- yeah Landon ever. Donovan was good, but he's like, he's not, he's not <laughs> great, is he? But like, there's never been like good a yeah, exactly. Well, good. Yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't like transcendent talent. I'm saying no one was looking at London Donovan going, oh, he's the next Pele. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was just, okay, yeah, yeah. That's it. Like generational talent sort of thing. And so Freddie Adu looking like he was going to be that. I remember him having like um, this sounds really stupid. I don't know why I remember this, but he had like a a sponsorship with like Campbell's soup. And it, <laughs> I did not remember that. And he just, I always have a picture in my head of him holding up a can of soup at like 16 years old. <laughs> And like Campbell Soup is a is a is a big deal. Like there's a big soup brand. <laughs> so like the Americans were fully into him and then yeah, you just know never you've made it for him. when you're on the Campbell Soup advert. <laughs> like that's reaching new heights that. Yeah. yeah, Ronaldo and Messi wish. <laughs> wish yeah, they, were... they could only they could only dream of getting on that advert. Uh, uh, soup advert. Some more um some more great US names as well. Uh, uh, I just found the picture, sorry. <laughs> What of the <laughs> soup? <laughs> oh my, oh my god! god. <laughs> I didn't remember that. That is brilliant. I never knew that was a thing. What a, what a really obscure thing for you to remember. That's why I came up this podcast so I could bring my random to the world. Oh, I'm glad you've brought that into my life. That's there you fantastic. Go. Now, every time that's you Jared's, see it, that's Jared's next poster on his wall. That <laughs> mm. Freddie yeah, Adu with a Campbell soup. <laughs> uh, what flavour did he have then? He had uh, what flavour? Chicken, oh, chicken noodle. Uh, <laughs> chicken noodle. Big fan of the chicken. Oh, when you're ill. Hang on. Here's a yeah. here's a picture of Freddie Adu eating the soup. <laughs> wow. Oh my god! Like. <laughs> Uh, I don't, Who's he playing I, for that? DC United. I don't know why I remember that or why I saw that because I don't suppose that's so something strange. that was very popular. Was that like? Was that like? Is Campbell's Soup American? Like, yeah, it's like a big brand. When he was younger, I mean, they all, all thought he was great. So they probably, yeah. God. So there you go. Freddie <laughs> Soup salesman. <laughs> but say for instance, you don't you you don't see like Harry Kane advertising Heinz beans or something like that. Yeah. yeah. It's a bad, bad, bad career. It's really weird. God. 
Yeah, that's because they probably... Joe Hart on the uh, head and shoulders, though, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and now he's lost all his hair. So that's now he's lost it all, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not a great advert for head shoulders, to be honest. <laughs> but no, uh, Freddie Adu promised a lot, delivered very, yeah. very little. Very little. If, yeah, last... He should have he just not started football. He would have done yeah, better. he should have just stayed 14 forever, and then he would have been mm. fine. I think I was um, about him is he played for Benfica. Did he? Yeah. Oh, that's that's all right, isn't it? Yeah. Eight games he played and then left. God. Yeah. He was there for three years as well. So three eight games in three years. <laughs> God. God. Oh wait, no oh one. wait, hold on. He went he went on loan to Monaco in one of those years, I think. Oh wait, he went on loan in every single year he was at Benfica. Yeah, any, any team that bought him just realised that he was rubbish and couldn't get rid of him, so they just put him out on loan. He did He did sort of all right for Philadelphia Union compared to the rest of his career. He I could do seven goals I could do all right games. for Philadelphia Union. <laughs> <laughs> What's good is, though, whenever you signed him, a club signed him, you get a year's supply of Campbell's soup. <laughs> <laughs> Campbell's, Campbell's soup are now like out of business because of that <laughs> the amount of teams he's played for you used to sign him years ago like, I used to buy him on FIFA all the time because yeah. he was really good on FIFA like years yeah, ago FIFA do that thing where they always have like a wonder kid that you can sign yeah. and, like, and like work up and they end like, up being like 99 overall yeah like his like, project, projected sort of career was like really good so like always used to sign him um but unfortunately, yeah. it never worked out for him. <laughs> um, yeah, that's one of my strikers. Yeah, great. So who's the other one? Former Swansea, you like, said. Former Swansea. Back in the day. There's a good story behind this, but I'll tell you who it is first. Uh, it's Lee Trundle. Yeah. What a player. Lee Trundle. Um, so the story, I picked him for main, one main reason. He's a Swansea player, obviously, back in the day. And uh, my dad took us to go watch... This is good because you'll like this. To go watch Swansea Rill. Swansea Rill of keep coming back to Rill. Exactly, yeah. Uh, So I was about, I must have been eight or nine or something like that, maybe 10. Um, And it's Swansea Rill at Rill. And Trundle was playing up front. And so it's me, my two two brothers, my dad uh, in Bellevue. And there's this group of lads behind us and they are steaming. They're having a great time. But all they keep shouting, shouting when Lee Trundle's at this end of the pitch is, who are all the pies? Who are all the pies? <laughs> <laughs> and they're just chanting this at him. And in the end, he just stops playing football and starts swearing at them. Hey, go on, Lee. He's just like, oh, God. Enough. Well, um, Lee, Lee Trundle. Do you know who Swansea signed Lee Trundle from? Go on. Wrexham. Ah, see? What a sign Do you know who Wrexham signed Lee Trundle from? Real. Yeah, from Will. Yeah. So he must have he must have been used to that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, just always remember this group of lads steaming, just giving Lee Trundle loads of abuse because he's fat. (laughs) (laughs) He's one of those players though, like like, very similar to some players before, where you look at him, you think he can't play, but he's a wizard. He actually could. He actually did all right. So skillful, so tricky. I've seen a video recently where he's. He's playing like semi-pro for like Thanesley or something like that, and he's taking. Yeah, he's a pe- playing local, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. and he's taking a penalty, and uh, to take the penalty, he walks up to the ball and he pretends to go down to tie his shoelace, and as he does it, as he kneels down, his foot hits the ball and it goes top corner. So, <laughs> <laughs> I saw what that and I was like, "That is like classically." Trundle. Have you have you seen his return for Thanesley? 
No. No. 68 goals in 45 games. Yes. No way. Yeah. Go on, Lee Trundle. He got a good return for Rill as well. He got 15 goals in 18 games. He's so good. (laughs) He's still playing. I think he's my best best player. (laughs) He's He's still playing at 44 years old. Lee Trundle, what a guy. He's played for a hell of a lot of teams. Yeah, he's yeah, imagine playing, playing against playing him. Wales. Yeah, let's play local, don't he? Uh, no, South Wales it is, I think, in Carmarthen. Somewhere. Yeah, because he's still yeah. um, he's still a youth team coach at Swansea, I think. I think he does that. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. He, um, but yeah, just loads of just always reminds me of those drunk people shouting. <laughs> Who at all the pies, you fat bastard, to, to Lee Trundle. Well, there's, a, there's another story to add to the legend of Rill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a many a story been told about Rill. <laughs> uh, I love that. I love the, I love the sort of rise. Like, no offence to Rill, but Rill are very low in comparison to, like, Wrexham. And then Wrexham are very low in comparison to Swansea. So he absolutely just built his career up. Did, yeah. Pretty good. It's pretty cool, that. Where's the height of his career? Is it Swansea? Uh, Swansea. Because uh, so at the time we were like League, I think Swansea were like League Two. They weren't as good. So as he went. Now. He went from Wrexham to Swansea, Bristol, then went on loan to oh, Leeds. On, Bristol. Went on loan to Leeds, then back to Swansea, then Neath, then Preston. Yeah. Preston, we. Oh, Chester though. Yeah, I saw Chester. It says three games and no goals, so he didn't have as good a career there. So, <laughs> we're all right. He scored 27 goals for us, so it's all right. Yeah, hell of, a, hell of a player. Hell of a player. Mm. I, I can't, I can't get over he's really still good. playing. Yeah. How old did you say he was? 40? 44. Yeah, but I think he's like, I mean, he's like I mean, I think like it's Sunday League now, isn't he? So. I think it's like Sunday yeah. League, it looks like. But yeah. Imagine you're playing wow. Sunday League and you rock up and Lee Trundle's the other team. <laughs> Lee Trundle's just there. <laughs> He'd be absolutely gutted. Yeah. But like, for a low league player, he's had a brilliant career. Clearly. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Like some of the goals, he never scores, made it big time, but I mean, he made the most of you know. Yeah, but if you look at the goals he scores, so yeah. good. I think it was always a question of his fitness that was the problem for him getting. He was any always a bit, bit on the chubby side, wasn't he? Yeah, but I think he was more of a goal poacher. Like he's never going to sprint the pitch, but he'll be, he'll be where he needs to be to get to, to yeah, get the, the right position. That, like. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Lovely. Right then, so, so onto your super sub. Yeah. Okay. My super sub is another player we've all played with. And there's one big reason he's our super sub, which I'll tell you in a minute. Um, good friend of mine and yours back in the day. Super sub's going to be Jack Brownlee. Yep. Yeah. That means I know what story's coming up. You do know what story's coming up. So um, we were, I think we were 2 0 down playing against our three. local rivals, Albert Three 3 0 down. Three. Give me the credit. Three, we were 3 1 down. And Playing against our local rivals, Abigail, who everyone in our year played for, obviously. Uh, Jack Brownlee comes on, uh, scores a hat trick, and we win the game 4 3. Bearing in mind as well, like, uh, especially for us three and Owen, who's obviously been on the podcast a couple went of times, the- we went to the same school as every single one of Abigail's players. So it was a, it was. We yeah. were going to get absolutely slaughtered and on Monday for, morning. For the, if... for the weeks leading up to the game, they were giving us so much shit, yeah. Yeah. saying they're going to hammer us. Well, they had previously um, beaten us twice. Yeah. Yes. Um, so the fact that after that game, we could, for, for no no other than Jack Brownlee scoring a hat-trick, we could go back to the school and give 
just absolutely ripped shit into it. Oh, yeah. It was, yeah. was unbelievable. Was I've never felt euphoria. Like, this sounds so stupid, but I've never felt more like euphoria in my life than when the final whistle went in that game, having been 3 0 down and we were getting <laughs> spanked. And then 3 1 down, yeah, yeah. If you think about the who the team was, yes, Jack came on as a sub, but at the back, it was our centre back, our best centre back was in goal. And he was a particularly good goalkeeper. I was playing centre back with our goalkeeper, who is our sometimes co-host and obviously friend of the pod, Owen Quilter. He was playing centre back with a broken nose. He was supposed to be playing a broken nose. Was the he manager jeans. No, he was wearing. Uh, Have I got that? Am I just imagining that? I think you're imagining that. He was wearing yeah. uh, I think... shorts. He was wearing Keith's boot, our manager's boots, which were a size too small, and he wasn't was wearing that the game a pen. Has really hungover for. Uh, probably yeah. that's not exclusive yeah. to that game there is in fact i think i think jack Brownlee was also very hungover for that game i think we've been to the score. same i think we've been to the same body <laughs> but yeah um, like that makeshift defense and then like the rest of the team was like sort of just fit in and then we're playing a team that were actually better than us probably yeah. to win that game that, that, that by miles to be fair yeah. like like, we were, like this is this is the thing we're talking about it as if oh it was so good but it's like it was very much the underdog won that game because they were so much better than us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then and just like we did we did play them about four times and they spanked us every other time, but Yeah, but that's, that's this it. is the one that means yeah, well, the most to us. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, yeah, Jack Brownlee's gotta be my super sub for that reason and that yeah. reason alone, really. Yeah, can't argue. Um, worthy, worthy my favorite super sub that anyone's picked so far because mm. yeah. oh, he's the super sub. Brilliant. But, Gave us that victory, and to be fair, he he came off the bench quite a lot to score goals. So he did. Yeah, sub. I feel yeah. I feel as though even though he was on the bench a lot, he was probably our top goal scorer. <laughs> I think he, he yeah, used to score was. loads. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I'd agree with that. To be fair, hell of a player. Hey, great team, ish. Thank you very much, ish. Yeah, <laughs> some hit, some hit and miss players there, but you know. <laughs> Right, so we're going to take a short break and then we will come back with your manager, your stadium and your kits. All right, well, after that great story about the super sub, we're going to need a manager that can handle the expectation that's brought with this team. So who is your manager? Okay. My manager is going to be Brendan Rogers. for... Yeah. Well, I mean, a brilliant manager. And for what he did for Swansea, um, I think he got his from League One in three seasons to the Prem. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and, and you know, he did it for Liverpool as well. Um, just a brilliant he, he's manager. Been, Absolutely. He's been good wherever he's gone. He has. Like a he lot really of has. Man, You can't say that about every manager, but he's been good everywhere he's gone. Yeah. Yeah, I... Uh... I have mixed feelings about Brendan Rodgers because uh, he is the one <laughs> that decided that we would let go of Steven Gerrard. Oof. So, uh, sorry, Brendan. Sorry, <laughs> but no, I could, uh, he was a great manager and obviously like a great man manager, a great tactician. Yeah. And obviously he's doing it now for Leicester, did it for Celtics. Brilliant manager wherever he's been. Mm, absolutely. So, yeah, Brendan Rodgers is my manager of my brilliant team. <laughs> <laughs> did he manage any of the players in there? Meet you? Did he, was he there when Meet you was there? I think he was. Yeah, wasn't he? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice. Um, that was, yeah. He's got. He's already got an in. He's got an into the dressing room. He knows Meet you. Like, ah, oh, I've seen <laughs> you for years. <laughs> no one's seen Meet you for years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brendan Rodgers, though, like 
like you said, he's one of the managers where he started, I don't know if you know this, he started out as a Chelsea coach. Um, Did he? He actually worked for Mourinho as a coach in the youth teams as well. And then uh, he moved about a bit and ended up at Swansea and then obviously gone on to Dortmund from there. Going yeah. with, obviously when he moved to, to Liverpool from Swansea, he brought wee Joe with him. He loved Joe Allen. Yeah, yeah, Joe. And then uh, obviously ended up going to Celtic when however many league titles in a row and now that he's gone, Celtic have fallen to pieces. And then obviously with Leicester, he's taken them back up to the sort of heights they were at a few years ago with Ranieri. So yeah, great manager. Obviously he's got, he's a very talented manager. Yeah. He is, he is. Can't argue with that, that's for sure. Let's move on to your stadium, which hopefully you've decided <laughs> on now. <laughs> you've chosen well, one. <laughs> I just realised that that still hasn't happened yet. Um, so I'm just going to go straight in for the best stadium I've ever been to, um, which when I was 10, uh, went on a scout trip to Spain yeah. and we went around the new Camp Stadium. So my stadium is going to be the new Camp, which is a fantastic stadium. Yeah. Um, I mean, looking I'll at it on TV and everything, around I looked it. It. <laughs> mm, it is brilliant. Yeah, that's my stadium. Massive. It's one of the best stadiums in the world. Everyone knows it. Yeah, it's um, all, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the new Camp. Yeah, I mean, oh. I, I, the atmosphere in there, like a lot of Spanish grounds, like I think it's strange how you can say this, but it's true that with the crowd noise across Europe is different wherever you go. Like when mm. the goal goes in, like in Spain, it's like a, you know what I mean? It's a different noise. I don't know how to describe okay. it. But you know what I mean? Like there are different crowd noises. Can you give us the Liverpool, the Liverpool noise? Oh, there's not one at the moment with shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kieran mentioned it, didn't he? Um, on his... Uh, episode as well that you've got like the different crowd like sounds whenever yeah you didn't make him do the impressions of it what was that about (laughs) I wasn't here for that I mean I didn't ask for it Jared did that's true All right, all right, yeah I'll let you off but yeah you know know what annoys me about the new camp and this has been the same for a while now they their capacity is 99,354 it's like why not just just put a few more hundred seats just get it to 100,000 like come on Someone just stopped and went, oh, we've run out of seats, lads. <laughs> All right, then. Just start putting deck chairs out. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> right, lads, we'll get just, there. Just blankets on the floor as well, just stock. Oh. Uh, hell of a stadium, iconic. Obviously, home of the great Barcelona. And yeah. that stadium has seen so many games that are just like... Mm. Some of the best games walking around ever. it as well. There's a there's a lot of history when you walk around it, and it's brilliant to to, to walk around the, sort of the inside of it as well before you actually get to the pitch. Yeah, um, there's like a tunnel where they've got like all of their shirts in a row, starting from like I don't know when, but a long time ago. Well, a lovely stadium. Nice that you thought of that off the top of your head. Did you did you know the pitch was artificial in New Camp? I didn't know that. I did not know. No, I didn't. Yeah, know I just found that out now. Basically, go, if, you go on the, if you go on the Wikipedia, it tells you the surface is by Grassmaster Hybrid Grass. I just went on that, and it's like an artificial thing. It also tells oh. you the make of the scoreboard for some reason, which is Sony. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, Wikipedia is just like, we like, want to know everything. <laughs> that's their fame for that grass. They're like, oh, yeah, we do. New Camp's grass, do you know what I mean? Also, do you know if they reduce the capacity? Jack and Matt way? Taylor Jack and Matt Taylor did the windows. <laughs> if he did, yeah, then he was he here, there for a long time. It says, it says uh, does it say there, Matt Taylor Windows. Matt Taylor Windows, yeah. 
Matt Taylor yeah. Limited. Apparently, Matt Taylor their Limited. record attendance is 120,000. I don't I know if they've reduced the stadium or if they used to be like standing parts of the stadium so you could fit more in or something. Mm, that I was would, in yeah. 1986. Do you reckon it was probably standing bits maybe back then? Yeah, maybe. Unless they've reduced it for safety reasons. Maybe just people sit on each other's laps. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or they did a Pele and just lied. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, we we rinse Pele on this. <laughs> I know, yeah. He's never coming on this podcast, I tell you. I mean... If you ask him, he's already been it <laughs> ten times. <laughs> yeah. He, he, won, he won the podcast. <laughs> Yes, it, mate. created it you two didn't create it did you know that he actually yeah, yeah he came up with the concept not Drew <laughs> yeah, I've, just, yeah, I've yeah. just come up with a great analogy Pele is Jay from In Between Us <laughs> <laughs> that is the closest you can get to Pele is Jay from In Between Us <laughs> that's brilliant football completely mate <laughs> <laughs> right well there you go that's before we get cancelled by Pele fans let's move on from the stadium to your kit Okay, you're going to have to look up this kit. The story is, uh, this year for Christmas, me and my two older brothers all picked. We had to pick the worst football kit you could find. And whoever won got all three tops. Um, So this year, I picked the Adidas Red Star uh, 20 to 21 away kit in pink. Now, if If you Google that, it's actually got Hitler on it, I think. Um, Wait, what? Mm. Is it pink? It's and got white? vice written on the front of it, and it's red. It's white and pink. Does it actually have Hitler on it? It looks like it does. I don't know uh, if it is. It's got a guy. It... Surely it's not. <laughs> well, yeah. Sixty quid. Jesus. Yeah, I had to go. Oh, and the, the, for Christmas, it had to be under forty quid. So I had to get a size eleven to twelve <laughs> <laughs> for it to be under forty quid. <laughs> <laughs> that is disgusting. It's brilliant, isn't it? And somehow I didn't win either. My oldest brother won. No idea. I'm assuming the person you're on about with the moustache, it's not going to be Hitler, it's going to be someone to do with the club, surely. Yeah. You can you see the guy with the moustache? Yeah, he's all over it, isn't he? Yeah. It's got to be it's got to be like the founder of the club or like an old I just thought it looked like Hitler, so I thought that's a better <laughs> that's a better get person spot on it. <laughs> I'm wow. That's is that to be fair. It, you say it's the worst kit, but I don't think it's that bad. It's not no, awful. I, <laughs> I mean, if it, it makes is it worse if it, that, if it is Hitler, then yes, it is the worst. Yeah, it made it worse that I had to get a, a kid's size. So <laughs> who uh, who who won? Are you you and your brothers? My oldest brother Perry won. He got a white kit which had like a, a fake suit on it with a bow tie printed on it. <laughs> I have no idea whose kit it was. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. <laughs> uh, so, just to be clear, when you're doing this team, are all of your players wearing the size at 10 to 11? Yes, they are, actually. <laughs> I was going to say that. I don't think Lee oh Trundle's getting Oh, my God, Lee Trundle. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. It's a hell of a, hell of a kit. I mean, it's not the worst kit I've ever seen. I mean, it's, it's not the nicest kit I've ever seen, I'll give you that. It's... Um, it's Eye-catching. Yeah, isn't yeah. it? There you go. There's the phrase. Mm. I don't know if I'd like to play um, football in it. <laughs> I mean, that's what it's made for. So. 
Yeah, I don't know who Adidas Red Star E are, but no idea. Uh, this um, Red Star Belgrade. In is that them, is it? Yeah. Because there's two Red Star teams. There's one in Paris and there's one in Belgrade. Well, I thought it was the Paris one, and that's why I thought it's a bit dodgy putting Hitler on it. <laughs> I mean, regardless of where the team's from, it's a bit dodgy putting Hitler on it. Yeah, I was going to say. Well, like... yeah, I, guess, I guess so. <laughs> but I was maybe like, it's Charlie right. Chaplin. Oh. Is he big in Serbia? Yeah. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say he is. He's, he's a big star over in Serbia. Is our Charlie Chaplin? There you go. There's your mascot. <laughs> just Charlie Chaplin running up and down the pitch let's get this wrapped up so we're going to go back through your team now to make sure you're happy with all your choices if you'd like to change anything you're more than welcome to do so although I say this every time and nobody has done anything so far going from the back you went for a 3-5-2 formation the 5 being a sort of diamond with a player in the middle Mm-hmm. So your goalkeeper was the great Gordon Banks with the ability to dive across the length of the pitch and made one save throughout his whole career. <laughs> At the back, you've got the great window fitter himself, Matt Taylor, known for his worldies and his ability to fit double glazing in under a day. Um, you've gone for ultimate shithouse pairing of Felipe Mexes and Sergio Ramos. <laughs> Right, moving into midfield, we've got the holder midfielder, which is the Penabrin legend, Cameron Bell. On the left-hand side, we have the man of many different jobs, apparently, JJ Agotcha. In the middle, we have the streets will never forget, meet you for that one season at Swansea. On the right-hand side, we have uh, not very well-disciplined Hatton Ben Arthur. And then, as your attacking midfielder, who else but Ronaldinho? And then, moving from that, Absolute, unbelievable, world-class talent onto another. The face of Campbell Soup, Freddie Adu. I can't get over that. <laughs> and then a man who loved to eat Campbell Soup, Lee Trundle. <laughs> uh, super sub is the another Penabrin legend, Jack Brownlee, for his hat-trick off the bench to seal a 4-3 victory from 3-1 down against our main rivals, Abigale. FC. Yeah. And then your manager is Brendan Rogers. I'm assuming mainly for his stint at Swansea, bringing them up into the Premier League. But like we said in the podcast, he's been good everywhere he's went. Stadium is the new camp. And the kit is the Red Star Belgrade 2021 away kit that does not feature Adolf Hitler. <laughs> we think. We think. So, Jazzy, all that's left to do is name the team. I'm going for, well, I always keep my team on FIFA. It's just the Abigaili All-Stars. Abigaili All-Stars, despite the fact that none of them are from Abigaili. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and they play in Barcelona. <laughs> well, thank you very much for joining us on the podcast, Jazzy. It's been thank you very much. lovely. And it's nice that some of these players will be mentioned again, probably for the last time in their careers. For example, <laughs> Freddie Adu, you'll never hear from again. <laughs> I'm going to go buy some Campbell soup now <laughs> well that right there is a lovely mix of the streets will never forget and the streets have forgotten and <laughs> <I> never knew <laughs> yeah the streets never knew <laughs> but yeah I mean the formation for a start was a bit of a curveball 
you very rarely see a diamond with someone in the middle. Of and he did he did start off with the three defenders, I think. Yeah. Two of them being full backs, which uh, <laughs> would have been interesting. <laughs> so yeah, Gordon Banks, obviously legendary England goalkeeper, won yeah. the World Cup in nineteen sixty six, and obviously. Uh, according to Jared, has the ability to dive across the length of the pitch. <laughs> ball, which is obviously going to be very helpful for any goalkeeper. And what is it? There was that one save from Pele. Yes. Yeah, which Pele counts as a goal. <laughs> obviously not. <laughs> and then the defenders, Matty Taylor. Not Nothing to do with Windows. That's just something that we came up with for yeah. no reason. Uh, but he loved scoring absolute worldies from mm. range on the volley free kicks just loved it uh, something that you don't see very often from a left back although he did play midfield a lot but yeah yeah a great player and then going on from one person scoring worldies to another with yes. his overhead bicycle kick from the edge of the box yeah Insane. if you haven't seen that goal pause go and watch it and then come back because it is one of the best goals you'll ever see it's against Anderlecht in the Champions League it's absolutely unbelievable go and watch it um, but yeah, I mean, Felipe Mex is not exactly the best defender you've ever seen in your life, but he can with ma- moments of magic like that and a bit of a few moments of madness. But that's uh, as is common in the modern game of football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then terrifying, terrifying player as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that very, very similar ilk for that, but actually more successful. Sergio Ramos. Yeah, ultimate shit house. Who I think I'm just hoping comes to United. <laughs> <laughs> you can dream. Yeah. Strange things but, have happened. But what a player. Yeah, unbelievable player. Like the, the ultimate big big game player. He'll do anything to win. He often does. And <laughs> but he obviously has I think a he's even to admitted to the whole Salah incident to doing it on purpose as well, isn't he? Oh yeah, of course he did. But like that, I mean it's I mean, quite it's quite obvious when you watch it that he has just literally grabbed hold of him and just fallen to the floor. So. Yeah, but realistically, anyone who's not a Liverpool fan, you're talking to them about Ramos, they don't even acknowledge that incident's a thing and why no. would they that's just a personal bias thing but as a player big game player you do not find any better than Sergio Ramos if you're after like someone to step up and just take hold of a game from the back as well Sergio Ramos is the guy yeah. and yeah a hell of a player too with near with near 500 games for Real Madrid he scored about 75 goals or something like that which is ridiculous for return for a defender yeah insane so then into the midfield Centre defensive mid was a, a former teammate of all of ours because we all used to play for the same youth team in Penabrin. And Cameron Bell was the best of all of us by a long <laughs> shot. And like yeah. I said, I enjoyed playing with Cam because we played centre mid together and he did all the hard work and I just stood there and won headers occasionally. Yeah, I, I used to play left back for us and I remember the, the strong option if you got the ball was always to just look for where he was and just oh, yeah. give it to him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like he'll, he'll do something. Yeah, a great player. And then <laughs> the wingers, both mercurial talents in that they had unbelievable amounts of skill. Ben Arthur much more pacey than Okocha, I would say. But then obviously Okocha is probably more stable in terms of actually sticking to one club and not moving around so much. But yeah, both incredible players, incredible talents, Premier League legends, even though maybe they didn't have that much success in the Premier League in terms of games won. But for individual moments in terms of like Ben Arthur's goal where he runs the length of the pitch, yeah. Koch's rainbow flicks and other worldly goals, like those sort of things you don't ever forget as a football fan. And they're great players. Yeah, fantastic. And in the middle, 
Michu, who uh, <laughs> you, the more, you can talk about it as much as you want, but that one season, it was just as if Swansea had just got this absolute world beater from from out of nowhere. Yeah. He's an absolutely insane player in that season. And then some for some reason, and I'm assuming it must have been injury or something like that, just didn't get anywhere near that that standard again. It was weird. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think sometimes like you just need that run of the green, you know, you need that sort of like yeah, everything goes your way, and then suddenly you're a world beater for for a few games, or in his case, a season. And then sometimes it just drops back off, which is a shame, but you know, it does happen. But I feel like he'll always be known as a as a legend at Swansea, even though yeah. it's just yeah, absolutely. short time he was there. Yeah. And then going on from one legend to an actual bona fide legend, Ronaldinho. Yeah, all round. You don't get much more legendary than him. One inspired of the best players of, we're yeah. ever going to see. Inspired generations of players, just unbelievable skills, technique, just a great player. If you put it if you put it in this way as well, you don't get players like Ben Arthur without Ronaldinho. Exactly. Yeah, that is exactly it. And then <laughs> the strike force. Freddie Adu <laughs> promised so much, delivered so little. Um, he was one of those players where when we were growing up, you could like when we were like 10, Freddie Adu was tipped to be like the next Pele. He was going to be the the guy that changed the face of American soccer. For the generations, and then he didn't, and they are still looking for that player, probably. Yeah, I mean, they have got a lot of players playing in Europe now, like Weston McKenney for Juve and Christian Pulisic and Pulisic, yeah, Gio Reyna for Dortmund, and there's a lot of players playing in the the uh, Bundesliga and now in Italy as well for mm. Team USA. So they they're coming, they're coming up. I think it's. Why not? They're such a big country. It makes sense they're going to have I was going to say, you, you feel like they're not always going to be sort of a mediocre soccer-playing country. No. Um, they will They will get up there at some points. They're a big enough country, and they're so proud. Yeah. You feel like they'll just put their all into, like, making academies and, like, keep building, because which is what they've done throughout yeah, the absolutely. past, like, 10 years or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, Freddie Adu, unfortunately, was not the face and did not change the face, but maybe he inspired... A few of the current crop of American talent, you never know. But he was the face of Campbell's soup. <laughs> <laughs> right, so the second striker, Lee Trundle, journeyman striker, but a fantastic striker. Yeah. Like skills, not much pace, but the touch, the finish, poacher. And he did it all over. Wherever he went, he did it. And he never made it to the big, big time, but he did. Yeah. Well, at the levels he played at. I'm also, I'm going to say, I'm going to take back something I said in the podcast when I said when he went from Wrexham to Swansea, it was a big jump up. At that point, completely forgetting when it was that he played, Wrexham were in the football league, so it was probably just a jump sideways. Yeah, I was going to say it's a sideways move rather than an upwards move. Yeah, absolutely got it wrong. The the jump maybe from Rill to Wrexham was a big one. And then, yes. Yeah, and then to the Welsh Prem to the. From the Welsh Prem to League Two is pretty good. That's, that's yeah. quite a good move. Um, but yeah. I mean, he's one of the players where if you look at his highlight reel, you think this guy's like one of the best players in the world. But then obviously there's a lot of in between <laughs> uh, that you don't see. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And then the super sub, another Penabrin legend. Not that there aren't that many because <laughs> there's only about 16 lads that have played for us, but there you go. Uh, but yeah, the, the crowning glory for our whole years of being battered 10-0 and losing and like 
playing hard-fought games. In that last season, we got good. And then we beat our rivals, Abigail FC, 4-3, with a hat-trick from Jack Brownlee. A game I'll never forget as long as I live. I'll tell my grandkids about that game. Yeah. They won't care. I've told Alinka she doesn't care. You'll my be dad living was there. He probably doesn't point. care. <laughs> I'll learn French. I'll tell them all about it in French. <laughs> but no, a great, a great super sub because he did come off the bench and he did score a hat trick. And I still remember the last goal going in and just going absolutely mental and looking across and seeing Owen with a broken nose <laughs> playing in a training top and his manager's boots and thinking, this is the dream. <laughs> you don't get much better than that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's a good, I mean, it's mixed team. There's some good players in there. There's some not so good players in there. And then there's but that, of you. <laughs> that sort of team is Nostalgia FC to a T. Exactly. Really. It certainly is. So then the manager, Brennan Rogers. Um, I don't like Brennan Rogers. Um, I know he did well for Liverpool, but he was and, carried a lot by one Luis Suarez. And with Jared being a Swansea fan, Swansea wouldn't be where they are now without Brendan Rodgers. No, guess. exactly, yeah. And I, obviously I can see that the benefits of Brendan Rodgers. He did a lot for other teams. He did a lot for Liverpool when he was there. We almost won the league with Brendan. Mm. Um, but he did sell. He did let Steven Jarrod go. And for that, I will never forgive him. So do one, Brendan. Was it was it not mutual then? Uh, they, so basically they, they offered Gerard a contract that wasn't very good because they didn't think he could play very much anymore. So they offered him like a... Oh, so Gerard was of, like... So he was like, no, nah, fuck that. I'm going to go play somewhere where they take me seriously rather than... Did he go yeah. straight to LA? Yeah. 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 And then he retired, obviously, at LA and just... I will never forgive Brendan because six months later, Brendan Rodgers got sacked and Jurgen Klopp came in and Jurgen Klopp could have been with Gerard. And, then and Gerard is stated... dreams would have come true. Yeah, Gerard has stated he would have loved to have played one season under Jurgen Klopp. Yeah, absolutely. And you never know, like some players get longevity from playing with certain managers. You never know what could have happened, but yeah. It's also as well, there's there's something about uh, a one-club man. Yeah, yeah. And even though Gerard was a one-club man, if we're honest, even though he went to LA, you just feel like he should have ended his career at Liverpool. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, balls to you, Brendan. Uh, <laughs> stadium, Jazzy went for the new camp because uh, he went there when he was 10 on a scout trip. I've seen Incredible a picture thing. of I've seen a picture of him stood in that stadium, and obviously uh, he's a bit taller now. But back then he was tiny; <laughs> he looked even smaller. Stood in the grand stadium of the New Camp, so yeah, just a hell of a stadium for a hell of a team, and one of those iconic European stadiums that is so big it'll never go away. Yeah. So yeah, and then the kit, Red Star Belgrade 2020-2021. I still can't figure out who it is on that kit. If anyone it's, knows, it's got to be. It's got to be the owner or the founder or something. Yeah. Surely. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely not Hitler. No one's putting Hitler on a football shirt. No. I don't think it's a good look for Adidas to be putting uh, <laughs> Hitler on football shirts. So, uh, yeah, I think realistically, um, it's not Hitler, but it's an, it's, no. it's, an, it's an all right kit. But Jazzy chose it because him and his brothers had a competition to see who could buy the worst kit. And that was Jazzy's entrance. And it is size 10 to 11. So all these players will be squeezing into a size 10, 11 shirt and trying to play a football game. And literally none of the players he's chosen are going to be small enough for that. No. I mean, Jack Brownlee wasn't the tallest, but not 10 to 11. No. <laughs> and then the name, Abigail All-Stars, Abigail the great town that we all grew up in. 
and uh, mm-hmm. Jazzy's chosen that as his team name. So that's lovely. So there we go. That's us wrapped up for another week. As always, we will point you in the direction of our social media channels, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. Send us an email at nostalgiafcpod at gmail.com. Uh, you can send us messages on any of our socials. We upload videos, do interactive quizzes. Just join in the fun. Join in the fun, exactly. And of course, if the podcast provider you are listening to us on has the function of rating and reviewing, please give us a five-star review. Or, well, actually, give us any review you like. It doesn't have to be five-star, but please don't put one because that doesn't help us. And if you want to leave a little <laughs> comment too, that would be great. It does help us get in the algorithms of uh, the podcasting networks so do help us out with that so yeah that's us for another week so all that's left to say is that was our best mate jazzy fizzle jared thomas clark delivering abigaili all-stars and what a team it was and what a team it was Noises are there, Drew? Can you give yeah! us some more? We. <laughs> <laughs> oui. Is that France, Mooney Jones? That's Germany. That's <laughs> <Yes, it's> France. <laughs>